It's your boy Mgrads in the building. Man, I was going to talk to y'all about the draft, but I'm going to have to get to that later. Because what happened yesterday, the other day, yesterday, the other day on ESPN, first take with Magic. Um, I don't get why people are like saying, oh, he snitched or da-da-da-da-da. Magic gave up there and defended himself and told his side of the story, and everybody's up at arms. Like, I believe Magic, because Magic is standing by himself and telling what really happened. And then he got all these other people, who all look alike, look different from Magic, saying, um, no, I never said that. That never happened. And then Genie Bus pun Magic, when we talked, you didn't say this. Man, stop, okay? And then Genie got her little mouthpiece, uh, Ramona Shelburne out here trying to, trying to paint Magic in a bad light, and it's just like, dude, Magic Johnson hung banners. Magic Johnson saved your dad from losing the team and going bankrupt. Okay? Like, let's stop. Okay? <laughs> let's stop with this genie bus. You shouldn't even be saying anything. Like, Rob Palenka is the worst person you ever could have hired. Okay? But since Kobe didn't want the job, he's just like, oh, I don't want to be. Let Rob be the GM. He's just like me. And then I'll just tell him what to do. He'll be my puppet. And that's exactly what's going on. But Rob Palenka is a, is he? That's what kind of person he is. He's just a, he's just a, he's just a scumbag. He's a slimy little agent. That's all he is. And he t- he's a he's a, he's the dude who talks shit about you behind your back, okay? And then when you press his ass, he's like, I what magic? What's going on? I didn't I didn't even mean it like that, brother. I mean, what do what, what are we doing here? Like, why do we like? I hate guys like that. And I I have dealt with Palenka for before, so this is not just some I'm just assuming stuff. Like, yes, I do have that letter. I want to read it on here, but I'm just not going to because, no, I'll save that for another day. Like, if he, some more Atlantis BS comes out, I'm just going to be like, all right, fuck it. Here we go. Drop that bombshell on him real quick. But, yeah, I just don't understand why people are upset. Like, you guys wanted to know what happened, and then you found out what happened, and then you guys are all like, oh, magic, ma- magic shouldn't have done that. He shouldn't have said that. that. That's not right. That's not cool. And it's like, what? 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 You, you guys, you guys are never happy, okay? Because it's like this. Now, if I put out the letter after hyping it, and if it doesn't say, "I fucking hate you guys. You all suck," and that's not going to be GM. You guys are like, "Oh, he really didn't say anything." But the point of the matter is, <clears throat> he, excuse me, he's saying that he told everybody before that he was going to be the GM, and that's just uh, just the furthest thing from the truth. He, and, and that's what it's going to, I'm going to prove that if he ever says some other, tries to come out with some other stupid stuff, I'm going to be like, yo, I just got to put this out. But it's not, I, it's not really going to do anything to change public opinion about the guy. Everybody knows what he is. Everybody knows he's, he's a slime ball, you know? And then the funny part is now that magic is gone, Lakers fans, you're going to have Rob Palenka, <laughs> Rob Palenka trying to lure people in. So what is, who's he going to call? Magic is gone. You know? LeBron hasn't been that good of a recruiter, guys. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. LeBron has not been that good of a recruiter. I mean, he'll get a shooter every now and then. Ray Allen. I mean, but that's the team. You ain't got to recruit. Come play with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. You know? Like, he's gotten Kevin Love. Kyrie was already there. Okay? Like... Like the guys LeBron wanted compared to the guys he's gotten is what I'm saying. He's not been that good of a recruiter. Because a lot of guys know, like, LeBron's not the easiest guy to play with. 
You know, ask Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. He just completely shrunk their roles to made them. How do you make two Hall of Famers role players? That shows you what kind of a person and player an enigma and just Thanos LeBron is, you know? Sorry, y'all. I did voice exercises and everything, so I wouldn't be doing that. But anyways, um, yeah, so that's what I'm saying, like, and then now Lakers fans are, like, praying that Kobe will save us again. It's like Lakers fans. Kobe put us in this position years ago, okay? Kobe started the downtrodden of the Lakers when he wanted Shaq on. And I don't want to hear anything. Shaq was fat. He came in out of shape. Da, 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 da. Okay, listen. Shaquille O'Neal is nobody's fool. If Kobe Bryant would have waited, just wait. Let Shaq get five MVPs, finals MVPs, five or six, okay, and then he would have had a party and invited the whole world and been like, I'm giving the Lakers to Kobe Bryant. And Kobe Bryant would have been 25, 26. And he would have been like, we've won six rings together. Win me four more, Kobe. I'll be right here with you. And Kobe, being as good as Kobe was, he'd have been, well, Shaq didn't come in shape, Kobe. How much easier was the game for you when Shaq was there? Okay? So anyways... I'm don't get me started. Kobe's been ruining the team. Then he complained he got us Rudy Tomjanovich. Remember that in the Smith Parker years? Oh man, but Kobe averaged like seven thousand points and didn't win a game, thinking it's a playoffs. None of that happened. Okay, like, so stop. Just because they're great players, as evidenced by Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson, doesn't mean they're good executives. Okay, so stop. And Kobe was trying to be executive when he was playing. Okay, and then the, the, he hamstringed them with forty-five million two years. I understand it's Kobe Bryant. But Kobe Bryant held the Lakers hostage, and now he still has the gun to their head with Rob, Pal- Rob Palenka. Is our G- Rob Palenka is the GM of the Lakers. Let's say that again. We had Jerry West for God knows how long, and now and Mitch Kupchak, and now we have Rob Palenka? Like, dude, are you si- Rob Palenka. Just say that name with me one more time, okay? Rob Palenka. Okay, the dude who Jalen Rose used to punk at Michigan as a freshman. Like what? Like come on, man. Like now he's got to do. <clears throat> he's got to talk to these guys. He's hopefully going to try and get Kobe Bryant to do it. Kobe doesn't care. Kobe's got two daughters he's raising to be the best women's basketball players ever. Okay, so he's not tripping about the Lakers. He's made his money. <clears throat> he's got his. He's got his dummy in there working. His 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 uh, puppet. In, excuse me. His puppet in there working for him. Okay. And then he's going to get to the press conference right before Magic. I love him. Dude, Magic, brother, go ahead. Do it right before the Lakers introductory press conference. Get the media riled up. I already feel you because they clown, they clown Rob Palenka. It's like, you know, Frank Vogel wasn't your third hire. I, Magic, do your thing. Stephen A., shout out to you for that too, even though I got you blocked on Twitter. Anyways, um, <clears throat> so check me out. Magic Johnson's timing of this whole thing was beautiful. It was brilliant. I loved it. I loved it. We're going. I mean, he had Twitter jumping before Palinka's press conference, and I like how the narrative shifted. Then Palinka gets up there. I don't know where this is coming from, um, Magic, and I, it was very disheartening to hear. Like Palinka, shut, dude, shut up. Like stop it. Let me tell you something. When Palinka became GM, I knew that I knew that Julius Randle and D'Angelo Russell were going to leave. Now, they tried to put that on Magic, and Magic even took the blame and said, yeah, that was me. 
as soon as he became GM. I knew it. I knew it. He's with GM for two years. He hasn't been gone for what, two years? Okay. So, <clears throat> I knew it. But Julius Randle, and then Magic says the spacing wouldn't work. That I agree with. That I really do agree with, Magic. Okay? But I just knew it was gone because of Polinka was going in there. And D'Angelo and Julius are with the same agency. I think the same agent. Yeah, they're with the same agent. And uh, Polinka didn't have a, like, a good relationship with that guy. Why do you think Paul George didn't go there? Because he's the same agent as, this, as D'Angelo and Julius Randle. Oh, yeah, and you want to know something funny, guys? You want to know something funny? Me and Julius and D'Angelo's and Paul, Pierce, Paul George's agent, we had a discussion in the, the back, um, right by the, the family room and everything at Staples Center one year, and we talked about it before Julius left. We talked about Mr. Polink as the GM. So it's just safe to say it's going to be really hard for uh, the Lakers to get CAA players. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just like Magic. I answered questions that were asking me. I wasn't hating. I love the Lakers. Love them. But if you ask me a question, I'm going to answer it. It's, it's, you know, people hate, people call the truth hating. Think about that. People call the truth hating. Matthew Johnson was hating, was hating. No, Matthew Johnson was telling the truth. Stephen A. got up there and asked him how he felt. How do you feel? What do you feel happened? Who do you feel was the person doing this? And he told him, oh, Rob Palenka. <laughs> you think Magic worried about Rob Palenka? Matthew Johnson, right now, Rob Palenka. <laughs> Who are you taking in a fight? You lock them both in a room, tell who and you see the only one of y'all's coming out. Who do you think's coming out? Okay, yeah, I thought so. All right, yeah, quiet crickets. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, so what I'm saying is the Lakers are in such disarray <clears throat> right now. It's not the players, dude. It's not. I'm not even talking. The players are it, it, have, they have nothing to do with this. It's like when the parents are fighting. You know, how are you gonna be mad at the kids when the parents are fighting? You know, and it's just a <clears throat> It's just a bad look all around. It really is. Like, Jeannie's just, Jeannie, just sell the team, okay? We know why you're keeping the team, Jeannie, because if you don't sell the team, if you sell the team, you'll be completely irrelevant. You know, even if, and then when they do show you on the Jumbotron, because, you know, if you sell the team, you're like, oh, I still need a suite, and I still need floor seats, and da-da-da-da, because I'm a party girl, you know, like, I'm a Playboy bunny. So, they'll say that, you'll say that, and you'll get your seats, like, what's her, what's her racist name? Um... Donald Sterling's wife's got a, a suite in like center court. She's got all the whatever amenities for being part of the Clippers. And Jeannie doesn't want to get booed when they show her on the Jumbotron. So she's never going to sell because it'll make her and her family completely irrelevant. And the two brothers are like, oh my God, dude, it's so bad. Nepotism is the worst. Nepotism ruins franchises. Nepotism ruins companies. Nepotism ruins legacies. <clears throat> like you can't. Put your son who has been given, or daughter, or your kids who have been given everything and had to work for nothing, in charge of something that you ran, that you built from the ground up, because they're not going to value it the same. Let me say that again. <clears throat> yes, Jeannie and Jim and Jerry love the Lakers. Oh, my dad built them. My dad built them. I love them. I love them. Dennis, the Lakers is my squad. I, I die for them. It's the most important thing to my family. No. It's the most important thing to your dad. What the Lakers owner did for you guys was get you guys in the Hollywood parties. Hell, Jeannie, you were a playmate. You were in Playboy. That's how so much attention you wanted, okay, when you were growing up because nobody would pay because, you know, dad's paying the attention to the Lakers. 
Dad was kicking it with Magic Johnson every night, your quote-unquote brother. You know, <clears throat> that's, what, that's what Dad was doing. Dad was building the Lakers brand. You guys were living off the fruits of that labor, <laughs> plain and simple. You know, plain and simple. I mean, do you think that Jim, Jim, going to USC, the bus boys going to USC, that, that they now with all this stuff going on, that, that Jerry didn't buy a building or do something? That's neither here nor there, but I'm just saying, like, when you give stuff to nepotism, the, the kids aren't going to value it the same. So you sell the team, Genie, for like $7, 8000000000 right off in the sunset. Right off in the sunset. Straight up. Let Magic take over. And Magic's not going to be the president or nothing. He's going he's to own the team and get everybody the best people he needs to run it. Magic knows how to run a business. He may not know how to run a team <laughs> as far as basketball stuff, but he knows how to run a business, and you can't say that he doesn't. I don't want to hear, well, that doesn't make any sense. Owning the Lakers, he'd be the owner like he owns a million other companies, which have all been successful. You know why? Because he puts the right people in play to run his team, to run his businesses. So if Magic buys the Lakers, he's going to put the right people in place to run his business. He'll be the face and he'll love that, but that's what Magic is. Magic is a face. Okay? Magic is Diddy. Diddy doesn't own Sean John. He's the face. Diddy doesn't own Ciroc. He's the face. I mean, he's a very expensive face and he gets your product you know, out there. He's a master marketer, but same as Magic. That's what Magic is. Magic is the face. He's not the guy. He's not the guy you go to like, hey, Magic, can you help me rebuild this team for players from the draft and from the ground up? Like, obviously, he's gonna say yeah, because it's his team and he wants to do it. But then he gets he he get his assist. One of one of his assistants finally gets in touch with him. It's like, Magic, we gotta do this, 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 and today. Tomorrow you're going here. Next we'll be here, and then we got the, we got the meetings here. This and it's like, oh man, I forgot. I'm a billionaire. <clears throat> I can't sit in one place in one office and do one thing because I got 40 other businesses. Do you understand? So Magic shouldn't be the president of anything. He should be the owner of the team because he's the face. So, and then he could have the power and then there will be no dudes like Rob Palenka ass kissing the genie or whatever that other dude's name is that he called out, Tim or something, Kurt Ramis, all those other dudes, Linda Ramis, like none of those jokers will have say. None of them <clears throat> because... Because Magical will be the owner. And they're going to have to kiss his ass. And he ain't going to hire them. They're all gone. But anyways, I just feel bad because LeBron didn't ask for this. And as much as I didn't want LeBron on the team, I feel bad for him now. Because it's like, think about it. What if he doesn't land Kawhi? What if KD doesn't come to the Lakers? Or Kyrie doesn't? I don't think Kyrie's going to come. I think that's just the, like, Kyrie ain't playing with LeBron again. Are you serious? Do you understand? Kyrie's very sensitive, and Twitter would destroy him if he went back to the Lakers. It'd be, it'd be Thanos memes and tweets and for the, his whole career. And then if they say they do win one, again, it's going to be Kyrie can't win it with LeBron. Kyrie's not trying to hear that. Neither is KD. KD's not coming to the Lakers to play with LeBron so he can have more asterisks by his, quote-unquote, asterisks by his titles. Man, get out of here. You guys are delusional. Like, think about stuff. KD ain't coming here. And then Kawhi. Kawhi might be a clipper. Um, see, the reason why I don't think that will happen is because Kawhi grew up in L.A. Okay, the L.A. County, whatever. He's from Southern California. Let me tell you guys something. Anybody born before 2009 is not a Clippers fan in L.A. So Kawhi didn't grow up liking the Clippers. You know, obviously he'll probably listen to I mean, it's money. But Kawhi wants to be a Laker. 
just like Magic said, it's still the, the most premier franchise in America. You know, you know how I know that? Because <laughs> when guys get traded, they tell you that. You know, so the, their energy is way different. That's why a lot of these guys in the Lakers, the young core, if they do get traded, they're going to see what it's like to be a Laker if they go to another franchise. You know, <laughs> that's all I would say. But anyways, I hope that doesn't happen unless we get AD. I mean, I think we still could get AD because this is how I think stuff works. That's how I know stuff works. Griff and Rich Paul are boys, okay? When Griff was still in Cleveland, everything was going great with LeBron. Even he, because Griff was the filter between Magadan and LeBron's team, right? So, Griff and Rich have a great relationship. Griff's not stupid. Griff knows if he gets Lonzo Ball, Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, um, and Josh Hart, and you pair them with Julius, there's your, that, that, that's the, the, Lonzo, Drew Holiday, Brandon Ingram, Kuzma, and Julius, as your starting five, (laughs) that's small ball at its finest. Like, are you serious? That team would average like 7 million points. And would be like their, their, their backcourt of defense of Drew Holiday and Lonzo Ball. On, oh, my God. Woo-hoo. Man. See, y'all just be hating on Lonzo. He can't do it. You guys don't watch the game. Before Lonzo got hurt, he was dominating on the defensive end damn near. Look at all the point guards he was shutting down. Okay? With that kind of defense comes offense. He's going to get it, y'all. Trust me. He's going to get it. Like, once he figures it out, I'm, I'm saying... You guys got to give him time. Give everybody time. You know, there's only a couple Michael Jordans, LeBron. There's only one Michael Jordan. There's only one LeBron James. There's only one Shaq. Shit. It took Kobe. Kobe's rookie year. He was terrible. Play, play behind Eddie Jones. You know? Like, come on. KG. Took KG a while to catch on. Took Jermaine O'Neal. <clears throat> Jermaine O'Neal sat for four years. Okay? And it, let's just say it's going to take time. Okay, but that backcourt would be unreal. And then you have Julius, Kuzma, and B.I. Oh, my God. Like, what are you going to – where's the matchup? What are you going to do on defense? And that team would be a team. Oh, man, that'd be just – oh, my God. And Zion? Oh, my God, I forgot. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. And they're going to get Zion? Like, dude, come on. I don't think Julius is going to be there, though. I think he's going to get paid. Because him and Zion, not the same player, but space eaters. So you, you couldn't play with both of them at the start. You couldn't. I'm sorry. I love Julius's game, but you can't play Zion and Julius together. Julius, Julius got too much front. Uh, he, he faces up too much. You know, he's kind of too much of a stretch for. So I just don't think that would work. But they got Zion. <laughs> Forget about Zion. Oh my God. I mean, think about that squad. Like, take out Julius and put Zion in there. That's small ball heaven. Like, what? <laughs> and if Zion is the player that people think he's going to become, oh, my God. With that team, dude, they would, they would make New Orleans live, crazy live. They'd have to sell out arenas for that. You'd have to. You would have to. And Alvin Gentry can coach, so, I mean, that would just be. Anyways, I see you got me talking about my Lakers, and that's how they're going to get AD. It could happen because, like I said, Rich Paul and Griff are great have a great relationship and he'd be like, yo, this is, we gonna, you're going to get these guys 
and our number four pick. Our three, three pick. Four pick, right? Yeah, four. You're going to get these guys and our four pick. Give us AD. He's not going to go to Mega Boston. Okay? He's not doing that. All right? And Kyrie's leaving, so he's definitely not going. Okay? So, you get Kuzma, B.I., um, Zoe, maybe Josh Hart, and our four pick. There's no way Dave Griffin to say no. They'll have the number one and the number four pick. They can build their team right there. Zion and, I mean, I'm not going to say Jared Culver because, um, but let's see. Let me segue because now I want to talk about the draft too because my Lakers, if I keep going about my Lakers, I'll probably be wound up in here crying because the front office is so bad. I'm, all blame goes to Genie. Magic is Teflon. Rob Palenka is a complete... He's not an idiot. Rob Polinka is a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant guy, okay? He's just, the, the way he moves is very snakish, very slimy like an agent, okay? And now he's got, and in the free agent, he's going to try and have to call these agents who he talked a lot of mess about. It's going to wind up bad for us unless LeBron can convince Kawhi. But LeBron's getting AD. AD is coming to the Lakers, okay? Stop all that. I said it here first. Anthony Davis will be a Laker by the end of the summer. Before the season starts, he'll be a Laker, okay? And Zion's going to get New Orleans. See, <clears throat> segue, Zion wanted to go to New Orleans, okay? This is where the NBA messed up, okay? Zion was going to get traded anyway. No matter if the Knicks got the number one pick, no matter who got the number one pick besides the Pelicans, and see, that's where I, did, I say this NBA draft lottery stuff is rigged, okay? Because, like, the Pelicans know AD's leaving. I mean, the, the NBA knows AD is leaving. They're not gonna, they know that the Bensons can't say no to all those players for Anthony Davis. They'd be stupid too, right? So they knew that. So they gave them the number one pick. NBA, don't be idiots, okay? Let you guys make the $100 million, two, three, $400 million you're going to make on the hype of Zion being a Nick, okay? Okay? Let, let them get the hype New York. Yeah, we got Zion. Eh, right? Bet. He's going to get traded because the Knicks are going to get KD, Kyrie, and then trade and get AD, the number one pick, and whomever, and get AD. Like, let's things play out. Then you get the Knicks fans, oh, we love it. Then the Knicks are back. Then. And you get the hype going. You know, now with the Knicks at the three pick, it's like, who are they going to take? <laughs> who are the Knicks going to take at three? Oh, man. I pray. It's not R.J. Barrett, okay? Um, look, R.J. Barrett can play, okay? You guys take what I say and you don't understand basketball language, so I'm going to just explain it to you. When I, when I say, oh, man, R.J. Barrett is a dog, okay? I've said it a million times. I just don't like his game, okay? His, his, he can play, but it's just the style, the way he plays, I just don't – I could be wrong. I, I've been wrong before, Luca. Hey, anyways, I just don't think that. He's not, he, his game is not translatable to me. I don't think it is. Well, he dominated the AAU scene. This is an AAU. Now, if he gets the ball and do whatever he wants from day one, but you're not going to get that on the Knicks at the three pick. You know, you're not getting that. Because <laughs> if KD and Kyrie come, you're not getting that freedom. You're going to be on the bench, son, because that's going to be a team full of vets. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't. I don't know, like, but I, the only the only mock draft that I look at 
draft board that I look at is Rashad Phillips. I don't look at anybody else's because they all, they're all the same. They're all puppets, all of them. They're all the same. Trust me, I know they all have conferences and say, well, what do you think? And then at the top ten, they all have the same top ten, the same order, except maybe one or two guys. Their eighth or ninth will be switched. Something like that. You know? And I don't, I don't, I don't deal with the sheep, the guys who've never played. So like I said, my boy Rashard Phillips has his number one guy. See, and this is, this is what i got to teach y'all language also. His projections aren't who should be going first. It's going to who's going to be the better pro. And that, and that <laughs> guys don't look at it. They look at right now. You know, that's why, man, that's why so many NBA teams, these guys do not have basketball people running their stuff. Guys, I'm trying to tell you that. Like, Rob Plink is not a basketball guy. He's an agent. He's a lawyer. He's, 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 a, he's a brain guy. Okay, he's a Mr. I know it all. He's not an agent. He's not a basketball. Jerry West is a basketball guy. Okay, you know, like guys like that. Vladi, basketball guy. Vladi puts Vladi's putting together a hell of a team on the right now. Sacramento. <laughs> what? <laughs> a hell of a squad. Okay, so my back to my boy uh, John. I mean Rashad Phillips. He's got John Morant number one, which I don't think is bad considering he's got all the tools. And everybody, well, his defense, listen to me, people. You don't know how hard it is to guard an NBA player for NBA players. Okay? Like, these guys are really good at defense, and dudes still be getting 38 on them. They're really good at offense, too. Like, you guys got to stop saying that. His defense, everybody's defense needs to get better. Okay? Everybody's. James Harden still don't play no defense, and y'all trying to go, he, he guard his shoulder. James Harden don't play no defense. Okay? Anyway, so he got John Morant as number one, as the best pick. It will have the best career. Zion Williamson, number two. Can't argue that. If you watch it, Zion is getting away with sheer athleticism and brute strength and fear. Okay? He put fear and a lot of hearts, guys' hearts in college. And there's nothing, hey, that's what I love. Zion's a dog, even though he does smile. I don't care. He's a dog, okay? But in the NBA, he's going to find out that when he puts his shoulder into somebody and they don't fall back like he's, he doesn't get the space that, it doesn't generate the space he's used to, he's going to have to figure out, okay, I got to do something else. Now, I'm not saying he's not going to be able to figure it out. I'm not saying the second shoulder won't move him. But that first shoulder is not going to be moving guys the way it did in college, in high school. And that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying and he's going to have to learn how to counter. Plus, he's a 6'6", six, six, you know, 6'7". He can jump out the gym. I'm not worried about that. We know he can do He got crazy hops. All that. Okay? All that. But he did play for Coach K. Coach K does know how to make his players uh, play to his players' strengths. I don't know why he can't win a national championship like Coach Cal did with those one-and-dones. But, um Oh, he did with, J- with Jalil and them. Never mind. But uh, Zion's going to be fine in the NBA, and he's going to be a hell of a number one pick. Okay, he's got Cam Reddish at number three, which is, duh. <laughs> I mean, Cam Reddish got all the tools. <clears throat> all the tools. Cam Reddish has all the tools. Period. And But if, he, he <sighs> if Cam Reddish gets drafted to the wrong team, it could be disastrous. Okay, disastrous. All right, like Cam is a very, 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 very nice kid. I spent time with him when he came to L.A. 
We've spent like a cool hour, hour and a half together talking, getting to know each other. Cool kid, very nice kid, okay? If he goes to the wrong team and they like put the reins on his back like Carius, it could be disastrous, okay? This is why I want him to go to Atlanta. He goes to Atlanta with Trey Young, John Collins, and whoever they get number 10, and, 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 and my boy Huerter, Ginger. Like, the Hawks have got a promising future. Cam Reddish will be an all-star if he plays with Trey Young because Trey Young makes people better. Okay? Look at John Collins this year. You don't think that was attributed to his jump like that was attributed to Trey Young? Okay. Like, like my boy Rashad says, talk soon. Jared Culver. See, Jared Culver is a guy who I watched and I tried to believe y'all. <laughs> okay, I, I tried. I was I watched him with an objective mind, and I, yes, he's a good player. Okay, yes, I don't. I just don't think it's going to translate to a, a number four pick. They got it in Darius Garland at number four, like some people have, like. Wow, dude, you guys are just really doing agent favors for Rich Paul. Like, it's crazy. Okay. <clears throat> Nasir Little. I think Nasir Little went to the wrong school. Right? I think he went to the completely wrong school in North Carolina. And everybody didn't, and everybody's trying to ton of dog him and saying, he got to learn how to play. Da-da-da. Listen, when your confidence is shot, okay, it's kind of tough. The guys don't know that, you know? That's, you know, that's that pretty girl you guys are walking past and not talking to. There's your, that's confidence being shot. So don't sit up here and say, confidence being shot, uh, you know. Stop liking her pics and, and, you know, talk to her. Anyways, I think Mr. Little is really good. I think he's going to be really good in the NBA. He's a crazy athlete. He's got skills. He just needs to get <clears throat> his confidence back. And you'll start to see in summer league, if he starts to get his confidence back, you know, ready to play, he starts killing, he's going to be a monster. Then we got R.J. Barrett. I've already described R.J. Barrett. I don't. DeAndre Hunter. Well, he's out here working with my boy, Olin Simplest. So, I liked him at Virginia. I really did. Um, <clears throat> okay. Watching him work out, I think, like, he needs to go to, he also needs to go to a team where he's not going to be brought in to be like, okay, you're going to be the man. <laughs> you're gonna be. We want you to give us 19 and nine a night off the rip. I don't know if that's gonna happen because I don't. He's not six ten. I thought he was six ten. He's not. He's probably like six eight, six seven and a half. Probably barely taller than me. Then he's got Kobe White. I mean, <clears throat> I love Kobe White. Big guard can shoot the hell out of the ball. Tough. I mean, my boy Trey Jones put clamps on him, but still, it's all good. We're not gonna go there. He's going pro. We're not gonna talk about that. I think he'll be efficient in the, in the NBA. He's a 6'5 point guard with a hell of a stroke. Okay, he's got to get stronger just like everybody. But, you know, you've got to give him time. Like, I don't see this draft having anybody that's going to come in and be a franchise player right away. Okay? But my thing is, let's go down to um, number 10. Let's talk about him. Rashard Phillips has RP3's top 20. He's got my boy, Kevin Porter, at number 10. Okay. <laughs> Kevin Porter. <clears throat> Kevin Porter Jr. from USC is probably 
if that boy gets his head on together and gets a team around him that's not scared to tell him stuff, okay, doesn't have a bunch of ass kissers saying, let's go to the club every night. You know, he's a wild boy. He likes, you know, he likes to have his fun. All these kids do, okay? And what were you doing at 19? Imagine getting, coming up to be getting millions of dollars at 19. How would you act? Okay, let's, let's, let's not judge anybody. But I'm saying if, if, if he gets it together, Lord have mercy on the NBA because he's got the skills and he's a freak athlete. Oh my God! Did y'all see that tape of him? What he was doing to all the top picks in the in the shoot in the hoop summit? All the guys in the hoop summit. He was destroying those guys so bad that that everybody talked about him, and nobody talked about the players that made the team. They talked about Kevin Porter because he was uh, a <laughs> because because he was just doing numbers. Like I put up a mixtape of his on my Twitter when he went around the back. Jumped over three guys. He's left-handed. He jumped over three guys with the right hand and dunked it. It was one of the most amazing. When I first saw that dunk, I screamed. Like, I... Kevin Porter Jr. is a player to where if he gets his stuff together, he can be the best player in this draft by miles. Miles. Like, <laughs> he can, out of everybody in here, if he gets it together, he will be, I mean, I, I can't even describe how good this kid is and what he has in the bag and his athleticism and his heart don't pump no Kool-Aid, okay? Oh, I'm, man, listen. It, <laughs> If he drops to the mids and like goes to like the Bucks or something or something crazy, oh my god, or a team like that, oh my god, oh my god, oh, don't let him go to the Spurs with with baby boy and from from up there, oh my god, oh, if he goes to the Spurs, it'll be a problem because baby boy will be there and he'll help him, you know. But man, Kevin Porter is is a problem. Then he's got Jackson Hayes at eleven, okay. Then he's got Nikhil Alexander, okay? I like Nikhil a lot. Shea, Shea Gillis, Alexander's cousin, okay? SGA from the Clippers, cousin. They're working out here together with Olin Simplis again. Shout out to Olin, my man. Uh, <clears throat> working out with him in L.A. And that boy can go. All right, that boy can go. <laughs> he can go. P.J. Washington. Rashad has him at 13. His measurements came back. He was six six and a quarter without his shoes on. All right, six nine with shoes on. I, I think the measurement without shoes is, is really stupid because, like, my coach in high school always said, "Do you play with the shoes on or off?" All right, so you should be measured with your shoes on. But anyways, um, I don't know. PJ's a good player. He's gonna be a solid role player in the NBA. I don't see him being a superstar. You know, I actually I, he reminds me a lot of Thomas Robinson. You remember that guy from Kansas who was a killer in college, and then he got to the NBA, and they found out he was 6'7", and they're like, uh-oh, we made a mistake taking him at five. Sacramento, what are you doing? So that's, that's what I, I think, that's who my comparison is to, to P.J. Washington. I mean, Thomas Robinson, I mean, he's making a lot of money. 
he's made a lot of money in his career, so it's not like I'm hating. But I just, I just don't think PJ. I just, I, I don't know. He's a good player, great kid, comes from a great family. I just don't think, I just don't think. That's me though. Then he's got Darius Garland at 14. I like that. That's 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 more of the speed of Darius Garland. Darius Garland's a good player. People always think I bash him. He's a good player. I just don't think he's top five good. Plain and simple. Bull Bull. Oh my God. I'm glad he's got him at 16 because that's where I think Bull Bull's like really. That's where I think he really fits. I've watched Bull Bull play in high school. I watched <laughs> EYBL. I was at the EYBL for one weekend. And I sat there, and I went Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and I watched every game of Bull Bulls. Okay? Uh, let me tell you something. I watched Kyle Anderson play for, for only watched Kyle. In high school, I only saw Kyle Anderson play one, one game, one quarter. Okay? And I walked out of the gym. I said he's the best player in, college, in high school basketball. And he was number, he was. He was number between one and, Kyle Anderson was ranked between one and three in high school on any, on any account you look at. Well, Shabazz is one. One or two, New Orleans was two, one or two, Kyle was three, one, two or three. Depends on whose thing you're looking at. Okay. I watched Bo Bo and Shaq's oldest son, Sharif. I watched Bo Bo play. Um, yes, he has skills, okay, for being seven, whatever, seven's five, or whatever he is. He's got a, a, the skill set he has for a dude his size is unreal. I'm not hating on that. That offensive skill set is amazing. He can't move laterally, okay? And the way he plays defense, he sticks his hip out to, to get the contact, and then he tries to jump after that and block the shot. I'm like, that works against guys who are 6'7", six, 6'6", six, six playing center, 6'8", because they don't know how to play. But that's not going to work in the NBA. You're going to be, they're going to be, like, look at Kevin Durant. He's going to be going right around you, dunking it, getting rebounds. Like, I just don't, I think he's going to be a liability on defense. That's my whole thing with him. And then another thing I don't like, he's been protected his whole life in the, of what happened against Oregon. I'm not saying he was faking injury. I don't know. I'll never say that. But he went off against the Eastern Washingtons and the Central Michigans and the, and the, and the Louisiana Lafayettes. But then when it came to unpack 10 times, they're like, okay, well, hold on. Yes, he got hurt. But I just don't, I'm not, I know how things work a lot. So I see, like, I'm just like, come on. Like, I guess they felt he did enough where he made himself a top pick and they didn't want to risk anything. But I don't know. Um, He's a great at 16 and below. Then Romeo Langford at 18. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, my, my boy trains him. I, I'm not hating. I just, the hype and then what I saw at Indiana. Now, don't get me wrong, dude. College basketball is completely different from high school and NBA. So, but what I saw at Indiana... I mean, he has some great games, but I'm just like, okay. And then he's got Casey Okpala, who everybody loves, is going to be a stud. And then Rui Huchimura at, at, at 20. I think Rui, I, he getting trained by Olin Simplis also. I think he's got a lot of dog in him, okay? I don't. I don't know if it's going to translate. We'll see. Is it like, I don't know if any of these guys' games, nobody does. It's just who you're going to think is going to be the best. I know Kevin Porter's game. There are guys I'm not worried about. Like Kevin Porter, I'm not worried about. Zion, not worried about. Jog, RJ, Cam Reddish. They get it together, they're going to be stars. Now, I think Taylor Horton Tucker is, is, is better than people give him credit for. Okay? He's 18 years old. He won't be 19 until after the draft. 
to after summer league. Okay, he's going to be playing against summer league against guys who are like five, six, seven, eight years older. He's 18. He was playing in the Big 12 at 8, 17, and killing. That man is a problem. I'm telling you. Who cares? Off the court, a little off the court trouble. Whatever. Everybody, dude, listen. Stuff happens. People lie. Okay. Don't believe everything you hear about the players and off the court stuff. And Nas Reed. Nas Reed is. Whew, I would put him up there ahead of me. I'd put him up up there ahead of guys like. I mean, I don't know. Like who? Who you say? I mean, damn, Rashad. It's a tough one. I see why you got. But I mean, I don't know. I, I put I take him before I take a Nas Reed before I took a Romeo Langford. I take a Nas Reed before I probably took a uh, probably took a Jackson Hayes. That's that's me because Nas just got so much skill at being that big, you know. And he's a dog also. He, you know, just got to get his motor. All these guys need to get their motors fine tuned, and they'll do that because they either be in the G League or on the bench, and neither one is fun. So <laughs> they'll figure it out. But um, yeah. I gave you guys a, a whole podcast, 41 minutes, 42 minutes of me talking about the Lakers and the draft. Um, hopefully, the Lakers can get it together, and hopefully, your team's GM will figure it out and call Rashad and be like, who should we draft? Because if not, <laughs> oof, man, there might be a Dragon Bender or a Jan Vesley. Oh, and, and you see how we didn't even put... That French kid, Sekou Demboya, like, he didn't even, man, smart. Because I'm sorry, like, French players, Michael Petrus didn't love up. They called him the French Jordan. Michael Petrus, the French Jordan. Okay? No. Um, Tony Parker, well, Tony, Tony Parker. Tony Parker's dad was American. He taught him how to play American basketball. That's why Tony Parker came to the NBA and was killing off the rip. Yeah, okay, thank you. Frank Nicotina. <laughs> Yo, he's so bad. I'm sorry. He's so bad. He is just so bad. And y'all be giving him high. I don't know why. You got these people who don't know anything about basketball love him. He's so bad. Oh, dude, if your coach Jeff Hornacek tells you, Jeff Hornacek, NBA legend, says, what do you need to do? Oh, you need to play pickup basketball the whole summer and figure out how to play the game of basketball. And people say he doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, dude, Jeff Hornacek is a legend. Jeff, Hornis, oh my, Jeff Hornacek would give Frank Nicotina buckets right now in a suit. Oh, he's so bad. Oh, my God. Anyway, so I'm not rolling with, 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 with I mean, ask Frederick Weiss. I'm not rolling with, with, with French players except Tony Parker because the hype y'all give him, oh, man, it's just bad. Anyways, anyways, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm rambling. I'm going too far, but. My podcast, I gave you guys a little bit longer because it took me two weeks. So here you guys go. Check it out. Holla at your boy. Sell the team, Genie Bus. RIP Nipsey Hustle.